0: All right, we ready to fire this bitch off. What would you say, buddy? Are uh, we ready to fire this bitch
1: off? Yeah, man, I'm I'm jumping in the truck. I was uh I thought you guys were calling at 5:30. It oh, is
2: 5:30. Oh.
3: You know it's what's funny? 5:47 now. We we're Eastern time.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought y'all were Michigan. So I thought it was Central.
3: Yeah, no we are. We is are. He Boy, is he
1: from Texas? Where's that
3: trainable retard sound effect? Is he from Texas?
0: Where where are you from, Brandon? I'm from Texas All yeah. right, oh, okay. You fucking
2: retard <laughs> Why is it me? Because you're from Texas, you I didn't know I ain't involved
0: in this conversation <laughs> You but... didn't know fucking <laughs> it was is a exactly, different time This is exactly why we can't
1: have nice shit Exactly, right? exactly.
0: Yeah, trainable retarded
2: Welcome back everybody to another episode of Sp- Wet and grind, we are a fucking hot train wreck tonight. My god, it's run off the rails right off the get-go. You it's- got the Matt! Notorious raining champ map motherfucking time. What's up? Yeah, everybody. The man with the hot pipes that if he has any steam, Mr. Brian Furnace. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. You got the dick on the mic. The dick on the the motherfucking dick Falco. And then we got some fucking crazy hillbilly from Texas. Texas. We
1: got Brandon on the phone. Brandon. Brandon. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right, gentlemen. How are we doing?
0: Well, you know, I'm doing a lot better now that we can hear them sensual vocals through that nice sure
3: microphone you got. Yeah. yeah. Earlier, it yes, sounded like you are yes. sinking in a fucking submarine while so, going down so, with so the Titanic.
2: The last second we talked to you, you were running away from a woman and then 15 minutes later, you ran into another woman. Then you told that woman that the other woman was mom. <laughs> like a cover-up. Mm-hmm.
0: And it very, <laughs> no, very much so sounded like you a- said goodbye to... Another uh, mistress. Admit, yeah, they sounded like the misses when you're like, "Hey, I got to run. I got to do the podcast." Yeah, and then you got home. And you're like, "Hey, I got to run. I got to do the podcast." And we're like, "Whoa, yeah, hold yeah. on a
2: second here." Like from trailer to trailer. Yeah. Like.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. You know. I, you got to play that Pornhub sound so effect over there. there. It stays in your. It stays in your uh, bones, I guess. You know. There it is. Uh,
0: there it is.
2: So Brandon, there's us a little about, your, and then there's yourself, Mama.
1: <laughs> so I'm uh, 34 years old. I'm from um, Saxon, Texas. Now, just recently moved, uh, but I grew up in Sanger, Texas, a small town north of uh, Denton, Texas. And uh, Denton, I love how you
0: reference another relatively small town in Texas. To Sound compare like your sm- Denton, Denton,
1: Denton, Denton, Denton Texas. Texas. Do they have all their yeah, teeth there? Like mini- oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's like a mini Austin up there. It's, they're trying to copy the Austin vibe. Uh, bunch you know, of, bunch awesome of, so. A bunch of, a bunch of, a bunch of hippies. I, as
0: a as an actual old Austin guy, I could tell you, I'd abs- I'd happily go to Denton if they're trying to recreate old Austin, because new Austin fucking yeah. sucks.
1: Yeah, new Austin fucking sucks too, man. I'm the biggest UT fan you'll ever meet. There's man. too many Bryans up there anymore.
0: Well, oh, it's fucking the the new Austin is is California squared. That's that's what it well, is. Well, oh
1: yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: Texas
1: we just fucking now.
0: That's Texas,
2: it. Texas just fucking <laughs>
0: sucks. You know, so oh, no. obviously oh, you
2: migrated to Michigan to get away from Texas because I had a mama.
1: Oh, I mean, ma- ma- mama drug me up to Texas. Or is like, that? I just make a movie about Michigan burning to the ground, dude. It's like called Burn. I mean, who the hell wants to live in a town where everything's on fire? So, what? But,
3: you know. what was that? What, yeah,
1: yeah. is that only in shown Detroit, in Texas?
3: Man. Oh, Detroit Detroit, doesn't have... Firefighter movie. Oh, Detroit doesn't have...
0: Detroit's just a fucking shithole. Oh,
2: back when we were getting movie credits for a minute. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Detroit, Flint, Saginaw, you can pretty much just toss those in the garbage. The rest of the state's beautiful. Yeah, Yeah, we could go throw some gasoline
1: on that. Yeah, one of my boys, man, he was from uh, Traverse City. Dude,
0: Traverse, See, city, Traverse is city is gorgeous. Oh my lord the Cherry capital of the world, baby. But he didn't move to Texas. Now I can tell you actually, as actually he lives here now. Well He's a that's his mistake. Because I can tell you as a former Texas boy, I ain't coming back to Texas. It's too fucking hot down there now. Like how hot? You, you know don't... you
1: missed the Buckies, bro. Don't lie. Now the Buckies Bucky's a gas Buckle Bunnies?
0: No, no, no. Bucky's station. Bucky's is a gas station and they are world renowned for their bathrooms mm. because it, shit you'll it ever take in your life, sparkles man. like those fucking fake teeth they put on you. What do they call those? The caps or crowns or I don't remember what the fuck the,
3: the fucking veneers. veneers, veneers,
0: the toilet seats shine like <laughs> veneers. Like
3: what, that's were, how you, clean what a Bucky's were you doing is. in the bathroom, Butler? your
2: teeth would be shining. No, Brian. no, no, no. taking like a
0: healthy shit because it's comfortable and you don't have to worry about sitting in somebody else's piss. And
2: yeah. then the manager comes walking around and shouts, "Where no. and those Bucky's here?" Oh
0: no, no, no! <laughs> Rick has not experienced the Bucky's clearly. No. I stopped you... when I was in Colorado. I stopped at the Come and Go. So come and go. Totally different. Boy, story. my first experience there was driving through to Nebraska and I was like, hang yeah. on now. Does that sign say what I think it says on it? It yeah. did.
2: Dude, I pulled in the one time because we were going to stay when we were traveling and you could pay by the minute. <laughs> I was like, Well how- well Yeah. What about eight hours? It's the it's the come and go. <laughs> it, you pay for however
0: they long help. it takes and then you go. <laughs> <laughs> which is about hey, two like, minutes
1: no bullshit. no bullshit guys they have those in Japan you can pay by like 10 minute spans what? for like boom boom love time yeah oh really? yeah I where is read, this like, at? In Tokyo. really? comes with the bride yeah, to be this is already there. fascinating so I guess you I know from need, experience I only needed like I ne- only needed like 3 minutes but you know I'd always pay for 10 for <laughs> yeah well you've I mean you can't walk out of there
0: with shame you well, gotta three pay minutes, for the you 10 know, yeah, yeah. so you, you use the I'm, 3 minutes and then you sit in shame for 7 <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. You do that awkwardly <laughs> exactly. stare. Do I tip exactly. you? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the post cum oh, come man. down where you're just like, Oh, what have I done with my life? And then yeah, you get seven minutes engaged. of paid time for that. <laughs> <laughs> and we got to make weird exactly. eye contact. That's right.
2: <laughs> so tell us about you, man. What do you do for a living? What are you doing in Texas?
1: So, so I own a excavation company down here in DFW. It's called iron Eagle excavation. And, uh, we're a, uh, we're mostly a commercial site work contractor. We do a lot of schools, um public work and we do a lot of commercial work. All right. of industrial. Uh, nice. We started about four years ago and we got about twenty three employees right now. Wow. And uh I, I started the on grade podcast oh, probably about a year ago. I got uh I listened to you guys and a few others and I was like You, you were know, inspired by us, huh?
0: Yeah, well, it, it kind
1: of, there really to, to do? Come on,
0: we're looking yeah. for a little fellatio. Come That's on now, a fucking
2: dumpster fire! <laughs> Someone needs to get some dirt advice.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Tot's looking for just a little reach around. Come on, Brandon, give it to him. He paid for ten minutes. <laughs> that was um. He's only got three left,
1: man. That was alarming. Tough.
0: <laughs> so so how did you i guess what inspired you to outside of other people what inspired you to actually decide to start a podcast and and
1: where's it going for you so i really wanted to actually help people man like i i love to joke around and stuff and uh all that but when i do my show i try to be pretty serious like and i i really want to help guys because when i was coming up there wasn't a podcast about dirt work. There yeah. wasn't a con- podcast that talked about contracts, how to yeah. negotiate work, how to maintain employees, how to be a good leader, how to just treat people the way you want to be treated, how to deal with general contractors, which we all know is a blast. Oh, that's yep. awesome. And deal with developers. You know, these guys yeah. have all the money in the world, but they have no sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then dealing with people that the city, dealing with the inspectors, dealing <clears> with <throat> all that stuff. And so – You're trying to teach them the technical stuff, but you're also trying to teach them how to be be polite, be professional, but have a plan to kill everybody in the room. Yeah. And that's how you have to be. So
2: to sum up your podcast, if you could give us a quick 30 second talk of advice. What's your podcast like? Give us your best 30 second so advice you Really?
0: Got. You're you're only gonna pay for thirty seconds? Yeah,
2: you're I'm not, not gonna bring fucking cheap ass. He's already prime. He's already prime. Yeah. Fucking dick. So give it give us thirty seconds of advice of your
1: podcast, please. So a big thing I would give guys is starting out. Um, have three months of costs put put aside to start your company. So if you're wanting to go grind trees, um figure out what the skid steer costs the rental is gonna cost you with the bush head on it. That's doesn't mean the bottom line number that you get the quote from the sales guy that brings you a couple hats and is like, I'll take you to lunch. No, no, you need to get the Terp tax included. You need to get all your local taxes included, figure what your fuel costs, figure what you're going to cost an hour. And then you need to figure out, am I competitive with the next guy? Mm-hmm. And you want to make sure that you're not the low bid, because if you're the low bid, as we all know, the low bid is does nothing. It gets you work and you're not making any money. There's no point in being a little bit on a job. You're, you're on a hamster wheel. thousand percent. Yep. It, exactly. If you do good work, you should be getting paid for that.
2: Yep. Well, that was pretty good. You have some, knowledge. that was 27 What, what if
0: you do mediocre work, but you still wanted a good payday?
2: Well, I just want to know because obviously, obviously, that's when you go do highway work. You know that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was
2: nice. So obviously, it's kind of interesting to talk to you, right? Because you're in the trades, you're in the same genre as what we do for work. What makes you feel like you could give solid advice podcasting?
1: Um, I've had my I've had some amazing years. I've had my teeth kicked in um i've had equipment repoed off jobs got it back had it repoed again got it back um made a lot of money on jobs lost a lot of money on jobs had some great guys working for me lost some great guys and uh the best so you way fucking you live life business, yeah
3: so, you went through the you know, ringer
1: you know my yeah, my takeaway is well oh, go ahead the best thing you can learn about life man is you got to experience it. And I'm going to tell you something. Nothing hits harder than life, man. It's it'll knock you to your fucking needs, but 100%. you got to have the balls to stand back up. Mm-hmm. man.
0: Now, my takeaway from all that is if I'm listening to your podcast, it's cyclical and I need to pick the good times to listen. And then when you're getting equipment repoed, I may tune into something like sweat and grime. <laughs> no,
1: it, 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 it's just an example of the repo days you know, what are what over been through. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You got experience yeah, with all aspects. Yeah. 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 I've I, I've been around the business, man, since I was 14, and I've been awesome. through the good times and the bad. And uh, I was 18 no when the when, 34. What what? Yeah, so 34 what do you know? He said, yeah, He already said at the beginning, yeah. <laughs> it at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> is
2: it tied uh, stick and beer cans of
0: yeah, we're already 30, like we're six going. beers deep because <laughs> now let's be Probably honest, right we here. didn't talk about this before for the audience, we talked to you like. I don't know, three hours ago. And you were like, oh, I'll be there in 15 minutes. And, and so we started drinking beers, thinking you're going to be 15 minutes. And boy, boy, we're neck deep in a six pack we now. We ate a
3: motherfucking hot and ready. Yeah, we
0: had a hot and ready pizza here. And, and we you got a bunch are of beers over there. fucking already kicked back.
3: train wreck over there. Yeah. Train wreck.
0: Know, shit happens, you know? It's
2: yeah. all good.
0: But, but here on. we are. Yeah, but here we Recording are. A
2: great and episode. we're having a grand
0: old
1: time.
2: So how long have you been in the industry? You said since 14, correct?
1: yeah my uncle was a uh my uncle's actually a yankee just like y'all uh he's up in new york and uh he came down here for a while and was building homes he's a self-performing general contractor okay um which uh, a lot of guys you know down here i don't know about in michigan but down here you know that's unheard of you don't see guys that can do dirt work all the way to doing their own trim work yeah. that's awesome he can do it um he's just one of those guys man that's one police, hell of a fucking and, yankee uh, he, right there yeah he's pretty badass man i, I will say he uh he he could pass for being a Texan. I'll tell him that. Tell him that. But uh <laughs> Why did why uh, did he buy the big hat? He's got a big belt buckle. He put a
3: star over his dog. You know, drives a Dodge back Ram.
1: What was that? You guys remember back in the nineties when they everybody was wearing those cowboy hard hats? Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, he used to rock one of those dude like all the freaking time, even when we were working up in New York and stuff. And be did like, he have a big you know, hoss? Nah, man, he drives a he drives a Econoline van, dude. He just rolls around in his van. Typically, when
3: blocks. I saw anybody on a job site of mine that came into the site with a cowboy hard hat, and I was like, I'm not fucking with that motherfucker. Or...
0: <laughs> I feel like they it, need to bring the cowboy hard hat they're back fucking just because you got, like, full
3: sunshade
1: all the way around. Yeah. And you... Like, they they, are they, to, these motherfuckers Are, are you business. guys wearing those sombreros now on y'all's hard hats up north? Fuck no.
0: <laughs> dude, dude, these guys <laughs> yeah, are so <laughs> fucking paranoid of Mexicans, it's not even funny.
1: Sweet Jesus. Yeah, we're all starting to wear everybody wears them down here. They got these visors now that's got like on the front it's a sunglass tent. Yeah. Wrapped around white plastic and goes out about six, seven inches around, so it covers your whole head pretty well.
0: Nice. Six, seven inches. I don't, we even don't know what to
1: compare that to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> have to measure it a couple times. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah we gotta double her over. <laughs> hey, flip that over so you see if that side's even. White boy can construction math right there. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Three wiener
0: lengths. Yep.
3: <laughs> 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 no, we we actually don't need
2: those kind of hard hats up here because the sun don't fucking shine. Yeah, are you guys we wearing plenty that of Arctic gear coverage. down there
0: like we are? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Walk around. Yeah, I, I, I don't have that carhart problem uh, that whole much, but when I do, it's uh, it's the middle of February and it lasts about three days. And yeah, I can't dig uh, I... dig three inches out of six inches of carhart. Now that right? that
0: is, I can tell you as a Texas boy <laughs> that that first winter is an experience when you really got to take a piss. And You jump out of that machine and you realize you still got another 10 minutes ahead of you of all the unzipping and unbelting what? and then more unzipping. And then you got to figure out how to bend over at the right angle so she'll fire out of the hole you just created. And then you look down and you just got piss
3: all yep. over your fire. Like, well, the
2: bitch. worst,
0: though, is if you got to take a shit.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, and there's a portage on there. You got yeah. a half hour. You're trying to undressing. get them over your
3: boots. You're like pushing down. It's like, I won't oh, do it. Fuck. I won't do
2: it unless it's a brand new portage john or yeah. freshly clean. I won't shit. And I won't...
0: tell you, I've nope. been a paranoid freak. And so far, I, where's a nice piece of wood to knock on here? I have not had one of the overall things flip back into the portageon, <laughs> And that's always dip. been a paranoia of mine. <laughs> like, you really got to watch them babies when
1: you cut them loose. Oh, so, Jesus. I don't you got to be go tactical with that shit. I'll
0: tell you, Brandon, you, you haven't experienced a portageon until you've done it in Michigan winter and you're trying to undress 18 layers. Yeah. When, when
2: uh, you sit on that son of a bitch and you can't get back off and you hear the. Boy, and, and because
0: oh, so, you got that wind coming across the top, so you got the bunghole draft going on. Yeah, and oh, yeah. it's ice cold right on yeah, the bunghole. Oh, when the
3: freaking wind's blowing so hard and the flu is catching, the wind is coming back up through the freaking shitter hole. See, it's late like, for hemorrhoids. But see, you got to open the front door so it stays
2: vented fully. That's, yeah, yeah, that's fully vented. yeah, that's true. That's true. You got to even out the air pressure. <laughs> see, that's how you know you're from Michigan. Yeah
1: so it literally in one year it was 2014 i t- was in a Portageon in williston north dakota it was negative 40 oh. and then later that year i was in laredo texas in the middle of july and it was 140 so, so yeah, it was like a sauna of of the, yeah i got the experience of porter shitter both ends of the spectrum that year you didn't even yeah. have to
2: wipe when you were done no it was frozen
1: yeah, nah, that was <laughs> that was pretty rough, man. I I heard that. episode. It's like being in a space. turned into North fucking Dakota. nuggets. Oh, yeah. 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 You guys when you when you guys had that guy on a couple episodes ago from North Dakota. Yeah, oh, dude, he, was he was great he was talking about it. I was like having PTSD flashbacks <laughs> from working up there.
0: dude. That, we tried so hard to spin North Dakota in a positive light and every fucking time it's like a shit hole. No, you can't spin that sucks. Place. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: my brother, my brother lives in Montana, man. It's three hours from there. He lives in Bozeman. Yeah, mm-hmm. like night and day. Yeah. yeah I mean, well, both of them fucking beautiful. Yeah. My brother's actually a professor up there. He teaches uh, agriculture. And, All right. Uh, we were just up there last uh, last fall, man. And it, was, it was absolutely was yeah, absolutely gorgeous, man.
3: No shit. Yeah.
0: Nice. So how did you get started in the dirt world? You know, outside of your uncle being an influence, how did you actually get your start? Uh, what did you do?
1: yeah i got pissed off because i got tired of framing fucking houses in the middle of august on his framing crew Mm -hmm. boy in texas yeah subcontract yeah i was working down here in dallas and he had a subcontractor that was uh doing all his pad prep for him and i went over there on lunch one day and i was talking to those guys because they were in ac cabs and i was like hey man what uh what are you guys building he's like oh we're getting ready to bench this lot and i said man that's awesome and my uncle saw me talking to him he comes over he goes hey you want to learn how to do dirt work and i said yeah i've done a little bit with him digging basements and Mm -hmm. stuff but not any kind of finished work or mass grading work or anything like that so he said <clears throat> he gave me a job as a laborer and uh i worked for him in the summers and uh on days you know on the weekends when i was in uh, high school and when i was 18 i started working for a uh side work contractor called Earthmasters inc out of roanoke texas and uh worked for them for about two years and then i was already in the army at the time i was in the reserves all right and uh I went active duty in end of two thousand seven and then uh I got out in thirteen and when I did I uh, went to oil field and that's when I was telling y'all about North Dakota and South Texas. Um I was pipelining. And you did the I fucking really oil fields. That's it.
3: that's fucking some intense shit right yeah, there. Yeah, I did
1: I did I did uh I'm pretty fortunate, man. I actually did really well out there. I did frack, um, I did coil and then I worked pipeline as well. Nice. So, you got a fucking broad spectrum of experience. Your resume there.
3: is fucking spot on. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've been around the block, man. I I, I'm one of those guys, man, like if I get if I start getting good at something, I'm not one of those guys that tries to stay content with it. I try to find something else to, you know, learn and I'm kind of a sponge with everything. I just I truly enjoy the blue collar world and I love the people that are in it. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. there's one thing I want to get better at, dude. I'm a terrible at plumbing and electrical work, and that's something I'm kinda wanting to learn. And uh you know, my co-host on it's shockingly company,
3: so. pretty easy and it's pretty shitty on the other end. Well,
0: you know, I, I managed <laughs> to wire our whole house and so far nothing's caught on fire.
2: So actually you pass your rough and your final on your first try.
0: First fucking try. Pretty good. Yeah. So, you know, <clears throat> I, I consider myself the trainable retarded. And if I was able to figure it out, you sure as hell can. You just yeah, don't mix the black and white wires and you'll be all right.
3: And make sure you make your plumbing go uh, downhill.
0: Yeah, and shit runs downhill. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like right there you got your journeyman's card. Yep.
1: <laughs> uh, yep. That's how I feel about those operators that call me. They're like, hey, man, I got one of those operator licenses. I'm like, oh, yeah. He's like, I can move this pile of dirt from this spot to the other one. I'm like, can you finish? No, what's finishing? I'm like, yeah, "They just took 10 grand of your money, man, for no reason. I can't touch yeah, yeah. all this. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Jesus. You is finish it to
1: come and go, and it takes 10 minutes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is the one thing, though, about the trades that so many people don't realize anymore. And I guess we kind of all took it for granted getting into the trades back in the day. Oh, what we know now is it's Wish so simple to get back in, into the trades. And everyone's seen this huge money grab of opportunities. So they started all these apprenticeships, trade schools, heavy equipment stuff. Yep. We went out to. Carter Lumber and they had all those college students. there asking yeah. how to get into trade. Yeah. And-
0: There's a bunch of shysters out there yeah. currently. And, and I hate to say it because there are some legit trade schools out there. There are, but there are so many fucking trade schools that it is just a fucking money grab. Let's capitalize on all these kids that want to go make a bunch of money. And so we'll charge them 10 grand to let them run a bulldozer for 20
3: minutes a day. Dude, those but they kids would have got
0: thrown on a machine and got paid
2: for it. Those kids yeah. that
3: we met, those humans that we met at yeah. the show. Poor bastard. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're never making in the fucking industry. Like- <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and that's, that's the
2: one thing that is a good point. You just said that everyone's going to college. They think this is what they want to do yeah. in the trades. Go get yourself a 40 hour experience and even, yep. even get a taste if you want to fucking be yeah. in the trade. Yeah or any of the trades.
0: So Brandon, let me ask you this with your podcast. You're saying you, you want to help people. Uh, where do you see that going? What's kind of your ultimate long-term goal with that?
1: My goal is, is eventually I'd like to get it where um, I just haven't had the time yet, but I'm going to start. I've got a setup because of when I was starting my excavation company, I actually started a YouTube channel for it.
3: All right. And I
1: hired a uh, marketing company to come in and do the videos and stuff. And they were, they were horrible. I was paying like two thousand dollars a month and i'm like dude i can go buy the drone a camera and a gimbal and software and make better videos than you and i literally did
3: and um,
1: it was sad i sent him a video and he goes man this looks professional who did this video i said it was me i went on youtube and figured out how the hell to do it and i'm doing better than you at it that's sad and i'm paying you two grand a month and so he's like fuck you figured me out
3: so you guys
0: are still friends
3: (laughs) (laughs) no we don't no we don't really talk much anymore no he pays me grand a month (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you no, ask for a refund that's right <laughs> no man i i just you know i just said hey man we're you know we're not going to use you anymore and I you didn't, he didn't make myself,
3: you right. uh sign a no compete clause <laughs> that's right <laughs> you, you can't do it yourself
1: <laughs> so it's, so where do you me but you can't do it yourself yeah, yeah exactly so where do you ultimately want to go with it yeah well my goal is is i'd like to um eventually get it where I got the gimbal and the camera out there and I'm shooting a job site and what we're doing out there and kind of teaching guys. And then I'm going to start doing stuff, uh, like showing my computer screen start showing guys how to estimate jobs, stuff like that. There needs oh, to be awesome, more man. of
0: that in the industry. So that's something that Rick and I have yeah. really been, uh, spitballing about over the last six months i
1: love your other channel man by the way dude i uh tell guys all the time that are wanting to get into the trade you know i'm like hey you need to check out you know his show um diesel and iron and uh you know the guy's are like really i'm like yeah man he dude he really goes into detail about stuff and it's good because you're still out there doing it every day yeah i haven't really been in a seat for five years man so i still go out there and help the guys when i can but we're at the point now you know i'm i'm dealing with change orders you yep. know with contracts constantly because we're you know we're bidding 30 jobs a month so wow. we're I, always getting something coming in i tell you and what though i'm doing all everything else
0: where i go with that is it's complimentary you know i don't have the ability to teach the shit that you're doing because i'm not involved in that side i don't yeah. I, i'm not running a big enough company that we are dealing with that sort of stuff and so one of the things that that i've been telling people you know i you come across people now that you have a youtube channel and they're oh i want to start a youtube channel and i always tell people have at it like well have at it <laughs> but at the same time like go into it with a fucking plan because if you just start tossing videos out there there's a 100,000 other people just Doing tossing videos thing, out there yeah. and what's really differentiating people in our space is nobody's teaching and that's where we've seen success they're that's just why showing the what's channel yeah. yeah they're just they're just kind of showing what they do in the no day but it's not really it. a teaching channel And so you know i can maybe teach all of the equipment stuff and some of the the business basics and then and then rick can take it a step further with his numbers and his bid numbers but but you're also operating at an entirely different level yeah. that people don't know and for for that material to get out there in a teaching type scenario like it's all complimentary in my mind It yep. you know, we can all synergize together and help boost the industry and drive it forward and get more people involved.
2: Well, it has to happen. I mean, when you look at the number that 50 people retired, seven people are coming in mm-hmm. to replace them. That's 50 people with knowledge. Yeah. That's yeah. Seven people. That it's just gone. With none. Correct. Yep. And they're and the average age gap
3: is what? 20 some years now. Yeah. I mean, from a guy that knows something to average a
0: senior age in our
1: industry is like 55 what's or your 57? average age
3: of uh, employees in your company
1: so actually it or not i got a lot of young guys right now my yeah. foreman's, my my foreman, one of my foremans is 26 the other one's 55 um and then my superintendent's 65 and then um my estimator my senior estimator is 48 <sighs> and then my junior estimator who just started for us he's uh he's my age he's 34 35. he just we just moved him in guys you'll you'll like hearing this uh we brought him in from the field he was a motor grader operator nice and, uh, all right he said he, he said he wanted to learn how to estimate so I brought him in he's uh he's learning right now I is he enjoying it takeoffs yeah he's loving it man he's uh the good thing about him is he's a veteran all right um, nice. I try to hire veterans and um Cause I got that discipline, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of those guys, especially my generation of vets, the, the global war on terror guys, the guys that went down range, they really did some pipe hitting. And, uh, he was a CB in the Navy. So he already had that background of running heavy equipment and he got out of the Navy and he actually went into marketing for a while in sales. So he has that background of, I just need to teach him construction. Yep. And he already kind of knows how to sit in a corporate environment and act in a corporate environment. So it's, it's a little different. Um, but when we're at the office, man, it's all guys. I mean, it's it's blue collars. (laughs) It is in the the field. We're we're dipping, talking shit. You have a different office for the HR department (laughs) (laughs) and they're in a soundproof room. (laughs) It kind of helps when the HR is your mom. So that kind of helps out a little (laughs) bit. Oh,
0: it's that same mama. You were like, Oh, I love you. I'll see you in a little bit. Doesn't know
1: about, but knows about, uh, We call them secretaries <laughs> no, up her- here.
0: Secretary, That's right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. She she laughs at us, man. She goes, she goes. I can always hear you guys laughing and talking shit in there, and I just start busting out <laughs> laughing because you know she's she's worked around men most of her life. She's she helped run my uncle's construction company and stuff, so it's not like she's not been around construction. Before, yeah,
3: so, so you guys so are easy on
1: See, he went he went
2: the opposite approach. I try to hire married men. Because they're used to getting yelled at and taking orders. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I went the opposite route. See,
0: I yeah. uh, my mom flew into town this afternoon about yeah. 10 minutes before I came here. And the parting words as I went out the door was, watch your language. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> so, Brandon,
2: have you started handing, like, nicknames out to your guys?
1: You know, we don't really go off the nicknames. Uh, it, it's it's all pinching. It out, it's all <laughs> pinching. Yeah, we no, no, believe it or not, man, we got some Gringos rolling down here. But uh it, you know, if we got a guy that's just a fucking fuck uh usually it's TARD. <laughs> yeah. You know, or uh you know, we got we got we got the Casanovas. You can't go you full know, retard. Uh, we got the Well, we got the guy we call Casanovas because they're the <laughs> guys that bitch the most and oh my god, they're fucking I got mud on my tracks. So I don't want to shovel it. It's like, well, you can shovel the fucking mud, or you can go find another fucking job. So, yeah. So, so I got uh,
2: a, I got a few nicknames for your coworkers you could add to your arsenal. Oh,
0: Rick, you prepped material. Man. did you prep material for the show? Wow, look I at did. this. This is the first. We, we this for the first knickknack
2: we could call the guy Kick Cat. Always Kit taking Kit a, always up. taking a break. Okay. All right. We could call him Butter Knife. Not the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We could call him Arthur, or Arthur, sorry. He does a half job. Okay. Motion light, only works when someone walks past.
0: (laughs) I love it. E.T.,
2: always wants to go home.
0: Oh, there you go. We got a lot of those.
2: Seaweed, floats around all day, and truck driver keeps calling. You know, tell him we're in the middle of a fucking podcast. Damn it, I just lost my paper. Uh, Seaweed floats around all day and stinks out shit. Oh, I was going to say
0: seaweed. Like, (laughs) I see weed and I'm gone.
2: (laughs) Lantern, not very bright and has to be careful. Deck chair, always folds under pressure. G-spot.
1: Now, what's that one? You can never find them. <laughs> hey, you're gonna, you're gonna like my, you're gonna like my nickname for PCs. Oh, uh,
2: we got three more than you could have at her. Oh, sweet Jesus! We got Daisy. <laughs> okay. Some days in, some daisies isn't. Okay. Foreskin, foreskin <laughs> disappears <laughs> when things get handy. <laughs> I just, this is fucking awesome. Uh, that's actually one Where the of fuck my you get these fucking from greatness.
1: Huh? So go ahead, Brandon, if you can beat any ahead. of those. Yeah, I, I, I like to call GCs mushrooms. Uh, keep them in the dark and feed them shit.
3: Yeah. I love it. yeah. That's awesome. That is good. And they're always <laughs> tripping.
1: I always love uh, I always love the email. Uh, in, in response to your last email, um, we, will, we will be approving your change order. Uh, <laughs> even though uh, I don't want to approve it because this amount is exceeding the money i have available for my bonus but uh if you could please just just sign it and send it back yeah yeah i hate i I can't stand them guys i'll I'll be honest with you that's one thing about my show (laughs) if you're a general contractor no offense to you i'm not a fan most of them are so yeah it sucks.
2: how long have you been an actual business owner yourself
1: uh altogether four and a half years now with the excavation company um and then i have a um Firearms training company that is I haven't really done anything with in years. Um, I got a couple buddies that used to help me run it. Um, one of my got, guys that used to be one of our instructors was a former uh, Force Reconnaissance Marine, and then uh, I had two other guys that were uh, Scout snipers in the Marines. And, Damn, uh, we used to train like home self defense classes and stuff like that. Who's calling? In. Sweet I Jesus! It, I
0: just... Is that Bob again? I'm uh, so...
1: now it's
2: her labor.
0: Good God. Hang on, apparently hey, Brandon. We- just hang on one second. sec. Right. yeah, we'll we'll be right back, Brandon. No, you're still here. Oh, you just hung
2: What's up. What's up, Ryan? Hey, I'm
1: sure Bob called you, but the rear end on that fucking Sterling is leaking like crazy. I think
0: the pinch seal's gone. Yeah. Huh. Thanks for contributing
2: to the podcast, Ryan. All right. Well, we'll call no you. Problem. We'll call you back. All
1: right.
2: Hey, did you check the fluid in it?
1: Uh. From what I could see, it was all gone.
2: You checked the fluid in the rear end and what?
1: I didn't actually open it up and look at it, but there's a lot of fluid all over the trailer, all over the rear end. I'm sure it's almost empty.
2: Perfect. The joys of running a business. All right, man. We'll get back at you. Let's talk more Uh, about Rick's
0: rear end. (laughs) 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 Well... (laughs) Tonight on Sweat and Grime, we're talking about Rick's rear end and all the fluid that's leaking out.
1: <laughs> He's got a leaky ass. Paco's tacos, this is the Paco speaker. Oh man, <laughs> we, we got Rick's rear
0: end is having issues. It's leaking fluid all It's a leaky over. rear
3: end. Gosh darn Sterling is leaking out the rear. Man, I hate blowing out the motor rings, man.
1: It fucking sucks.
3: Yeah. Dude. That's that's old age for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a night after going to Taco Bell.
0: Wait, so speaking of that, what's that? It, it it did occur to me the other day. We're starting to get in the territory of prostate exams. I know I got another year. like that's a little uh I'm a, little, I'm a little nervous about that one. Oh well, I just God, I hope so. You
2: seem like you are getting excited. No, no, there.
0: there's no excitement. It's more of like that's one of those you wake up at two o'clock in the morning and you're laying there in bed trying to go back to sleep and you're like, Whoa, wait. A, whoa. a hose up my ass. Hang on a second here. You you have something, Brandon?
1: Yeah, believe it or not, guys, there's actually a guy's job that works for the military when you're going in the military, like through MEPS, which is the military entrance processing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: And, uh, like you're going to go in the army, you have to go through a physical. Well, they actually have a guy that his whole job in life is you bend over and he turns a flashlight on, looks up your butt make sure you ain't got hemorrhoids. And that's his job.
0: <laughs> Why? So what's if, the issue with you're hemorrhoids? you're pissed off and having
1: a bad day, just like, remember there's could a guy be worse. That does that for a living.
0: What, what's the issue with hemorrhoids?
1: I don't know, man. I'm just saying, just be grateful you don't have that job. Because that guy literally yeah, has that, to up people that. That, that would people. suck. I, I would have signed up for that job. Is
0: that... Where our military is is that we're now to the point that we can weed people out based on hemorrhoids. Is that?
1: I don't. I don't know if it's hemorrhoids or if it's colon cancer. They just they, they look, man. And now, it, hang on a second, Brandon. There was. A-
0: did you verify the authenticity of this or, what, did or was it this just a guy that,
3: on the door? Yeah, the guy's like, <laughs> oh, step into my office. Gotcha. Oh yeah, nice bumble. Now ball. we
0: gotta. Now, Brandon, I'm telling so, you, we have to check for hemorrhoids. It's part of military protocol. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh oh. <laughs> We're they, in the matrix. Uh, he's it, it's coming back. We're in the matrix. Brandon. Hang on just are a second. You there? Unplug your phone and plug it back in. Quick. You're in the matrix. All right, try it now, Brandon. You there? Oh man. Uh oh. Oh, well, we hardcore <laughs> lost Brandon. We
3: have we have lost Brandon, everybody <gasps> due to the pollination of buttonholes. The government. We were talking about the government fucking. They inspecting shut our assholes right and down. They're like fuck you, yeah. we're done. They definitely did shut us right the fuck down. Are you
0: calling him back
1: or is he still? No. on? I'm here. Can you guys? Hear there
3: there oh God! Is. Oh sweet Jesus! The fucking government fucking chimed in and fucking just scatterbrained everybody. Yeah. You're like, yeah, like fuck rrr, your rrr, couch, rrr,
1: rrr. bro. We cannot have China <laughs>
0: they, understanding that our militants. They their not have hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> the secrets out. that's pretty interesting we have a hemorrhoid free military (laughs) (laughs) good god all right so we're we're fully back you're fully back with us brandon
1: yeah i guess so ptsd is kicking back in now
0: (laughs) so i take it you passed the hemorrhoid test yeah i did I did all right. You did all you did all right. It wasn't a passing
1: score. Yeah, it, it was they, more they like gave, they gave me a smiley face sticker at the end of it. Where did they put the smiley <laughs> face sticker? Oh Did they man. just
0: stamp it right in the middle of the bunghole? Where did they get that? at least? You face?
3: got in and out before uh you know, they had to start calling them they and them. Oh Jesus, let's not even get started with that, man. Oh, I let's let's go let's in let's there. go out on that rabbit hole. What do you feel about that? Oh boy. <laughs> Oh sweet baby Jesus.
1: Yeah, right. Oh um, sweet
3: baby
0: Jesus.
1: Yeah, when they when you start f- fucking adding politics to the fighting force of our country. Yeah, it's not uh, good. We got a problem, guys. Yep. Like these guys are not you're 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 literally your job description is to go fucking kill people. So yeah. um you should not be worried about him and her and if I offend someone. No, you should be getting them on a range yep. and ping and steal targets and getting these dudes in fucking shape because the Russians, if we got to fight those guys, oh. yeah, they don't give a fine fuck yeah. about any of that shit. Now,
0: no, no, hang on a second. You can't Quit. use the Russians anymore because we've just proven that the Russians don't have any of their okay, shit together. Well, They're a full force of hemorrhoid Brandon, wearing.
2: Answer the Texas phone call, please. What are you doing? I have to make a phone
0: call. What, is Bob being all needy? Are you calling your mechanic? Exactly. Oh, Rick's got to go call the mechanic about his leaky rear end.
2: I got to actually go make some game plans real quick for work tomorrow.
0: Hello. Hey, hey we're back. Hey, We're back with Brandon live without hemorrhoids.
1: <laughs> Rick's got Coming to you live <laughs> from the hemorrhoid studio. <laughs> you got
3: a voice for podcasts, man. You should start one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you should. Oh, we- shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried. I tried it this one time, man. It's like band camp. It just didn't fucking work out, man. You know?
0: <laughs> well, it's time? because you didn't stick the flute in the right place, Yeah,
1: Right? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Her name was Sally Sue. Woo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 man, there's just there's so much to unpack in this conversation. Rick just like
3: looked over us real quick. He's like, his brain started spiraling about like tomorrow. You know, yeah. he needs that vehicle, and now he's like, now I gotta go make. Uh, a I game gotta planet. go make like, phone Rick. calls. <laughs> so, all right, Rick. It's not like we're in the middle of a podcast or anything. Yeah. So,
0: Brandon, what do you see the future of your company being? Are you actively trying to grow it? Are you happy with
1: where you're at? With the way the economy is right now, I'm going to probably just keep us where we're at, man. Yep. Um, my goal is once once interest rates and shit settle down and you know people aren't nervous about you know getting loans and developing and stuff again, um, I'm going to try and expand a little bit, but I'm going to do it very gradually. Um, the companies that grow... Gradually and naturally,
3: um, they, they tend to stick kind of around.
1: flow out. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. always the guys that decide to grow super, super aggressively, get into a ton of debt. Those are the guys that end up getting fucked. And then you got hemorrhoids, oh, yeah. and you got no
1: chance at the military. Yep. Can't get exactly. in. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We don't so, let no hemorrhoid ass motherfuckers in this bitch.
0: That's right. God damn it. How uh, how many employees do you guys have? It's we haven't asked that question. Oh, have we?
1: I think he said 23.
0: haven't been paying attention.
1: Yeah, 23 all together right now. We're a
0: professional podcast, Brandon.
1: I listen, <laughs> and they just talk and forget. We do. This is... Hey, you know, that, I, that I, you probably do what Devin does on my end. You know, I start talking and making <laughs> jokes and shit, and he's all like, so can you tell me about your uh, company? Exactly, that's like, Todd. You know, so this one time, I was fucking blah, blah, blah. That, exactly. Yeah, Todd I try recenters to keep us on, podcast.
3: Rick and I, I are just out in the straight and narrow, and all of a sudden, they're like, bring it back. We're I'm like, the fu- goddamn damn, we're talking about dildos. Over here. <laughs> Today, you kind of fucked us over because I had to uh, drink a bunch of beer while waiting for you. So That's my, true. My brain's on. And
0: now everyone's talking about dildos.
3: Yeah. Now,
0: now, Todd doesn't have the the fortitude to recenter us. <laughs>
1: Now are you talking about like a six inch dildo or are you talking about like an oh, no, like God the fucking you're the double?
0: We're going side up. that full black long you gotta you gotta ship it in its own box dildo.
3: Looks like you're oh, in golf Jesus. clubs.
1: Is it, is it got a husk of motor attached to <laughs>
3: the end of it? <laughs> yeah. No, it has, it has it has what does it have? What do we got? Well so well, it's a Hitachi.
0: The Hitachi. I mean, Hitachi is known for Hotchins. their world renowned equipment, but also Dogos. their or no, amazing vibrators. vibrators. Yes. Are you familiar with the
1: Hitachi, Brandon? Uh no, I've uh, never owned a Hitachi. It's available no, at your it, local
3: Come and Go. <laughs>
1: is this your first time hearing about
3: the Hitachi? <laughs> uh,
1: no, I've seen Hitachis right around. I just never really messed with them before. I know they're they're pretty much a deer with orange paint on them. Well, you're no, ta- you're talking no.
0: about the
3: construction
1: yes, Hitachi. They, we've
0: we've flipped over Hitachi into dildo
1: actually makes like oh, yeah,
3: Hitachi. No. The equipment world. The Hitachi makes Wand the world famous what it's called Wand.
0: The Wand, yes. Are you familiar gangster, with
1: the Wand? Dude. Yeah. It's no, but that tells you how bad they're doing that tells you how bad they're doing in equipment sales. I gotta start selling dildos. Well, hey, I, from, from what, what I understand,
0: them. they're excelling in the dildo world because they're they're supposed to Cater- be-
1: go ahead. I bet Caterpillar could fucking do some gangster shit, man. They'd have like a D six model. You know, what I mean, with a bell ripper on the back, and you just could, you know, make a rap about that. You know, right. hanging out with my D6 vibrator,
0: oh, I love it. Uh, boy, I tell you, when you say in this context, when you talk about having a ripper on the back, that that sounds more scary
1: than pushing the front, ripping yeah. the back.
0: That's uh,
1: <laughs> we got
0: to That D6. makes me a little nervous. Not that I'm not it's willing to like try mull- it, but it's
1: kind of like a mullet, you know. It's professional in the front, party in the back. Fucking a, right? Mean, you talk
0: about a ripper in the back. I don't know that that's a party. That that to me sounds like you're in for a night of it's pleasurable pain.
3: Don't be going into the army the people, next day. <laughs> some people are some
1: people are into that shit,
3: man. You're know, like, <laughs> yeah, hey, his own,
1: you yeah know? to each your own. Right, so you're I was just about making to say the a life thing.
0: commitment that you're never going to enter the military if you take on the Hitachi. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, this is true. You know, if you want to get, you know, three hot, cha- hot meals a day, get screamed at all the time and suffer back pain and fucking anger issues the rest of your life. That sucks. Well, you can't do that.
0: You've already done your time. You've well, got no, your GI bill. You got your benefits. So everybody's you should nice be able to write it up.
3: What'd you say, guys? Everybody's nice in the military now. You know, it's all, you know, rainbows oh, yeah. and uh,
1: yeah. unicorns. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know how I would do in the military now. Right. I'd be a walking HR complaint. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, well, lucky for you, you got your mom there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so, so
1: you got kids or what? No, man, I got no kids. Uh, yeah. Me and my girlfriend have gotten pretty serious, and uh, all right, uh, that's probably gonna be happening here in the near future. All right, you oh, don't have to man. drop the
3: bomb. It's you know, you don't have to, get, you know, give all the sauce on it. You know, because she's gonna listen to this in a couple weeks and be like, "Oh shit, he's gonna ask a question." <laughs>
1: Oh Jesus! He's gonna angst. he's gonna do it.
3: <laughs> so no, that's that motherfucker fucking off.
1: finally got off his ass.
3: Yeah, right, dude. It's so funny. So my my life, I oh, back in the day, I did an internship with Kewitt and I was down. Do you know who Kiwit is obviously?
1: Yeah, Kiwit. Yeah. yeah.
3: So I was working for them down in New Orleans, and for our uh, like end of the internship party, they flew us into Dallas Fort Worth and you know did this whole fucking shit show and i think that was when the dallas fort worth connector was going on so that was like in 2000, oh, yeah. like 2009 or something like that so 2008 2009 well they shacked us up at the freaking omni downtown i think that was dallas right
1: or fort worth yeah so well, they, they have them in both now so it probably was the one in dallas because i think that was the original yeah
3: one. it was dallas so fucking this beautiful fucking hotel and you know it's all these fucking stupid ass interns you know we're just fucking partying our asses off living life you know whatever and we've been working the whole year out it was crazy so they shack us out there and do we turned in it into we broke into the fucking roof of the omni <laughs> and we were partying up there fucking there's like a lake or something behind the fucking thing and oh shit we're, we're sitting there throwing beer bottles off, like, trying to make it past the pool, like, past the concrete, you know, (laughs) hangout area. Oh, God, and then we got locked up there. (laughs) It was amazing. (laughs) It was like... Dallas County
1: County Jail fucking sucks, dude. I've never been in there, but I picked a few people up from there. I I, I didn't
3: make it there. All of a sudden, the next morning, I wake up, and my whole entire fucking hotel room, all my buddies, you know, they got me there, but then they turned all my furniture upside down, so I wake up, and my entire freaking hotel room is upside-down furniture. I'm like, what the fuck did we do last night? And then I think we had a golf out at the Dallas, uh, Dallas freaking Cowboys uh, golf course. So I get a fucking Uber or whatever taxi. I'm like, Hey, I got to go to the Dallas Cowboys golf course. Well, he takes me to the fucking Dallas Cowboys stadium (laughs) close enough. (laughs) So I'm sitting there and there, I think it was just being done built at that time. Like just, just got done being built. And I'm like, I said a golf course like, oh yeah, let's go there. So he fucking took me to the fucking golf course after, you know, so I was like four hours late. <laughs> it was awesome. Fucking, I hate, I hate Dallas. <laughs> Never will go back. <laughs> Dude,
1: I, I tell everybody, man, Dallas is not Texas. Like Fort Worth is Texas. Yeah. Like, you go, you go to Dallas for, you know, it's the art center. It's the business center. Like th- there's a lot of entertainment there. Yeah. But if you want to experience Dallas, Texas, man, you go like 40 minutes in any direction out of Dallas, Fort Worth. Yeah. And you're going to see a small town. You're going to see good barbecue, really bomb ass Mexican food. Hell yeah. You know, you're going to see duallys rolling around with horse trailers on the back. You're going to see you a, know, a dairy queen the, that the, actually the, sells a belt buster. Have you been to an up
0: exactly. north dairy queen? No, brother, I haven't, dude. Dairy Queen outside of Texas is not Dairy Queen. What do they do different? Uh, Everything about everything about Dairy Queen. What is this belt
3: buckle? Belt Buster,
0: dude. So, Dairy Queen, yeah. Dairy Queen within Texas is like fucking baskets with fries Mm -hmm. and fucking deep fried chicken,
3: and you got see over in Holly, Michigan they got an actual DQ like that. Like they got fucking badass burgers. No, I'm no. like, what
0: the fuck? This no, is no. an ice cream joint. I lived in Holly and we went to that DQ. Yeah, it I is it nothing. spectacular. It's nothing you, there. You will not find a dairy queen outside of Texas. That is like a Texas dairy queen. Mm. They're totally different. I
1: know your ass. Mrs. Whataburger. Oh yeah. Oh, whataburger. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, whataburger.
0: God. boy. Mm, <laughs> yeah. There. I tell you yeah, what, there, there are some real things I miss about Texas. What is one of them and real tex Mess. Don't
1: lie about Shiner Beer. Shiner,
0: you know what? We got Shiner up here. So I actually... Dude, when I first moved up here, uh, fuck, man, this was like 13, 14 years ago uh, that I moved up here for the first time. I was really missing Shiner. So I, I wrote Shiner an email like as a lost and lonely Texan. <laughs> And I, I started that way and I was like, dude, I've, I'm, I'm, up here in Michigan. I'm experiencing the harsh weather and the cold. And I'm like, uh, the, the best thing for me right now would be just a nice warm glow from a shiner as I wash it down with a burger. And I'm really missing that. And, and I don't think I directly contributed, <laughs> but I'm going to take credit <laughs> but no, that within like two years of me writing that email shiner was up here. Do they ever respond to the email? So they, I was living in Colorado.
1: Well, I was in Colorado. They didn't have Shiner in Texas, in Colorado either. And um, at the Class 6 on the post, uh, Fort Carson, Colorado, which is in Colorado Springs, where I was stationed, yep. you could give them a request to order any beer you wanted. Nice. And so I got a guy in my unit was from Pennsylvania, and he was a Yingling guy. Oh, Yingling. Yeah, and love it. And so he goes, hey, man, I'm going to get Yingling. And because he kept telling me about Yingling, I said, well, I'm going to get some Shiner. So we ordered it. And they think uh I think they sent like a pallet up. That's nice. uh, fucking awesome. All the Texas guys, dude, they blew it out. <laughs> it was you gone in 13 like, seconds. As soon as the word got out, dude, it was <laughs> gone. Like everybody on post is hauling ass for yep. class six to get shiner. And um the Yingling showed up, and like all the guys from out east were hauling ass to grab Yingling. So we actually went over to the barracks and had a barracks party, and we were all exchanging beer. So guys that had shiner were giving you know guys for a bottle of yingling and i tried yingling the first time and i was like this shit's fucking awesome yeah and, it's so uh, good it's so and, good and and uh they just opened it up down here guys i don't know if you guys knew but uh they actually brought the recipe down here armed escort to the fort worth brewery um they had armed escort bringing the recipe down here and they're actually bottling it now in fort worth What? No
3: shit that's pretty yeah, fucking spectacular. You remember
1: where the Miller plant was on thirty-five when right before you get into Fort Worth? Yes, yeah, that's where they're they're brewing it at the Miller uh, facility. But it's no game shit, league,
0: so. wow, yep. no shit. That's so awesome.
3: Anheuser Busch has a lockdown the distributing like rights for all of like the Midwest, like you know uh, Wisconsin and freaking Illinois and Chicago, you know uh, Indiana and Ohio and Michigan. They won't allow yingling to get into their distributor or they probably would there's just probably billions of dollars attached to that you know price tag so we still yeah, have- down
1: here it's actually like freelance companies we have like uh benny keith do it and then um i'm trying to remember who else does it um Kors used to to uh Cores actually used to distribute their own beer here really they don't do it themselves no more you know we've got used to see the quarters trucks all the time mm-hmm.
0: we we've gotten so caught up in the beer conversation i tell you what i miss most of all out of everything from texas is bluebell fucking ice cream bluebell bluebell ice cream kind of
1: oh. ever since that salmonella shit happened there it's just kind of not been the same man I, really I, I you. Just, yeah, don't it, do this it's, to it's me good. brandon
0: don't do this. I still I mean, hang on to wrong. the idea of kick- Bluebell.
1: So it's more of a mental it thing. It still kicks it still it still kicks the shit out of Ben and Jerry's, bro. You know. That. Oh it's man,
0: it's Bluebell. There's I have yet to find anything that holds a candle to fucking Bluebell ice cream. It is See, I'm not inc- a
3: fucking like sweet eater. So, like, Dude, like it comes Bell ice to, like all these things incredible. like Dairy Queen God. and like ice cream and I I, I like beer. You, got,
1: you guys got steaks. Sonics
3: up there? Yeah, we Yeah, do. we got Sonics here I've what? never been to Probably one. Probably about 12, 13 years ago. Never been to one. You need to go to. Sonic. And we, we have Sonic's one. Good. I think it's uh fucking just a little. There's over in Novi or something like that. So there's one
0: in Novi. There's yeah. one up in the Flint area.
3: But no, I've never never went to. One. I drive by it. It looks like a fucking drive-through theater. Dude, I'm like, it's what good. What the you, fuck's going on there? You, you get a burger you got,
1: when you guys come down for. I know you guys are probably going to the Dirk Summit thing, right? That Bill Blitz doing.
0: Mm. No. When is that? Probably. Tell us more.
1: I think it's in September. I don't remember. I big got a Big Daddy Wit is days.
0: hosting a dirt summit.
1: Yeah, he's got Jocko uh, from the Jocko podcast. He's coming on the show, and somebody else. There's a bunch of big guy, named guys that are going to be talking out there, and uh, I'm not going. But there's a bunch of people that are coming from out of town interesting i'm gonna have a revolving door at the house of having everybody on the show i'm like hey drive five hours come over to my house it's awesome dude i got a bunch of guys coming to the house so i can record episodes with them so you guys come down you know i got enough room we can fit all of us in here so do my episode
0: my folks are in salado so it's when we come down to visit we're not that far in fact colton and i met up about halfway uh in waco and did dinner. Oh,
1: good old Waco, Texas. Yeah, Waco, Waco, Texas.
0: Texas in Branch Davidians. Sweet Mongolia Jesus. land. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, how familiar are you with uh, with Waco going back in the day?
1: Oh, Waco. The, I can be in Waco from my house. Mm, if I'm on the Harley, I can be there and right the now. So I don't know if you
0: remember, but back in the day, on the north end of town, there was a round bank, the American Bank. Did you ever see yeah, that? I remember that. So my yep. dad got his start in the banking industry at the American Bank, and I was in his office as a fucking second grader, third grader, and from that office we could see the fire from the Branch Davidian compound going up. Oh shit! When the fucking yeah. uh, yeah. was that the fertilizer oh, yeah. plant? Right? No, it was no, it's the Branch Davidian. It was a fucking cult. So David oh. Koresh had a cult, and they had walled themselves in, and um the atf got involved there were firearms and everything so they decided they were going to raid the facility uh excuse me pardon me this is a professional podcast so they decided to take a tank and ram the side of the building and then they threw a bunch of fucking smoke grenades in there and it caught the the, the compound on fire and basically killed almost everybody in the compound
1: damn now yeah you killed them. It literally killed. I think out of like the 40, 50 people that were still inside, only like two or three came out. Uh, yeah, it was wow. it was crazy. Yeah, no, it was crazy.
0: They were nut jobs, but at the same time, the way it was handled was pretty nut job. Pretty poorly
1: uh, is putting it. And that's lightly. why Oklahoma. A lot of people don't realize that Oklahoma City is actually tied into Waco. The one of the guys was down. Timothy McVeigh went to Waco and he was like fighting them about. You know, he had he was actually there protesting with all the people that were protesting for him. Yep. And after he saw what happened, he formulated the plan to do Oklahoma City. No wow, shit. I, I didn't realize that. that. Yeah, huh. that's the whole reason Oklahoma City happened.
0: Wow. No shit. Dude, this because that be was back. the field Holy office fuck. where
1: the ATF agents came out of was Oklahoma City. Interesting. No, that's why they did that.
0: Interesting. Yeah. We, I, it was far enough off in the distance you couldn't see flames or anything. But it, we could one hundred percent. I still remember seeing the smoke of the Branch Davidian compound from that round wow. bank, his office in
1: the round.
3: Isn't we Waco it the, where the round bank? Didn't they have a huge like fertilizer plant explode or something like that? Uh, they have, uh
1: they have all sorts of crazy shit happen down there all the wasn't time. Wasn't that Waco
0: making it up? Waco one of those cities that is a lot shittier than it initially appears. Like they've got Baylor there, which is this really nice. Oh yeah, I was
1: about to say that. Don't tell any of the Baylor people that. Exactly, it's this
0: really ritzy Christian university. Yeah. But it's in fucking Waco, and Waco is a shithole. It's got a high
1: crime rate. Like there's. But I
3: thought Chip and you know Chip and yeah, bringing it back. Yeah, they're they're bringing it back. Yeah, Everything's
1: happy. Hey, you're gonna appreciate this one, bud. Uh, old ladies, uh, Aggie, I'm a Longhorn, so we house divided as hell in this place.
3: Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. (laughs) That's, uh, <laughs> yep. My brother-in-law's an Aggie. My, my sister went to UT. So yeah, we're well-versed in that. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. So that's, I try to tell people about that outside of Texas. And I'm like, that's like a Longhorn marrying a Sooner. It just would never happen. There. Yeah. It's <laughs> a <laughs> to like a Buckeye, a Buckeye. And and, a U of M. Uh, Yeah. A Wolverine yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It just, you got it's bad full blood. retard. Yeah. 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 Full send. yeah. Yeah, if you literally, dude, if I'm driving down the highway on my bike and I see a guy with an OU sticker, I literally throw the horns up at him. Like, I'm like, horns, bro. Like, get the fuck out of my. <laughs> life, <right? laughs>
3: and then he drives you off the road for this truck. Dude, it's,
0: it's they're <laughs> yeah. fucking animals down yeah. there with football. They're fucking animals.
1: See, I'm, well, I'm, and then the other, the, the other fun thing is, is, uh, you know, I was. T- you know, I always do jokes about Oklahoma because, you know, I worked up there a bunch, too, with the oil field. But I always ask her when I meet somebody from Oklahoma, I'm always like, hey, man, what's, uh, you know, what's the best thing they ever put in Oklahoma? And he goes, no. I'm like, you know, southbound 35. <laughs> and uh, they, they just go, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, think about it. You know, goes to Texas. You That's know, awesome. Oklahoma sucks. And uh, I try to explain that to people that aren't from, like, <laughs> Texas or Oklahoma, how bad of a rivalry we have with each other. Like, if you go to Oklahoma, it's actually pretty funny. It looks just like Texas in most places. Yeah. But you'll see a license plate, and you'll see, like, just the the way the people <laughs> act and mannerisms up there. Yeah. They're so different. Even though they look a lot alike, the mannerisms are completely different.
0: It is weird how that works, too. And it's right when you flip the border, too. It's not like you gradually move into it. There is something that when you flip over across that border, it's just like, huh, you are from a different stroke. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I got a bunch of buddies that moved up there, you know, with the pipelines and oil fields and stuff, because there's so much work up there. And um, every one of them, I call them, I'm like, "Hey, how you liking it up there?" They're like, minus the weed being legal, not not that great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say that's one area that I have fully appreciated moving to Michigan, because you know Texas ain't gonna legalize weed for another decade,
1: bro, bro. the feds are gonna legalize it before they do here. Yeah. What are you talking
0: about? And, and I do love it that there's still that old school Texas mentality that, by God, this is the hill we're going to die on. Weed. <laughs> it's like, yeah, come on, guys. The rest of the fucking country is legal and you can carry a samurai
1: sword, but you can't smoke fucking weed. That's well, it. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Es-
0: especially if you're up there in, in fucking. Uh, oh, what is it? Not Travis County. What's north of Travis County?
1: I don't know. The Waco is oh, you end. talking up there. you t- You talking towards uh, going yeah. towards Waco on 35. Yeah. 35?
0: What the fuck is that? I just lost the name oh, of it.
1: Oh, God. I can't remember the name of the county. I know where you're talking about. Yeah. Williamston, um, Williamston, William- yeah Williamston.
0: Williamston County. Williamson. County. You get into Williamston County. By God, it's like you got pulled over with weed in the 1950s. Really? Oh, sweet Jesus. They throw the book at you for weed. It's like. It's legal in half As of the they fucking should. states. It's
1: a bad drug. It's the devil's lettuce. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you something, man. <laughs> when you come out of Colorado, if you go, you remember probably growing up going out of Colorado, you'd go through that small part of New Mexico. Yep. And then you get on two eighty seven going south through Amarillo. Yep. Well, right there at Texline, now the state troopers literally sit behind the state sign, waiting for you to come. If they see you rocking Colorado plates, they pull you over.
3: Yeah. Oh no shit. So I was out in. yeah. Uh, yeah. I was out in New Mexico. Uh, what 2000 shit that was 17. So my daughter was just born. I went out there for a mule deer hunt, and it was in northern northern New Mexico. And fuck, we get there, and I'm like the swingers trailer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So uh, so we're we're all we're all having a good time drinking. I'm like, uh, does anybody got any weed? And dude, everyone's just like, Brr! it was like fucking D- DJ, just stop the fucking music. Yeah. We don't do that around here, guys. <laughs> well, the funny I'm like, thing is, I'm like, so what the you, fuck?
0: you've had Austin, which everybody knows Austin is the hippie mecca of the world. Yeah. You can do whatever the fuck you Well, You could probably trip LSD in the middle of the sidewalk and no one's going to give a fuck. Yeah. And then you take a step across the county line to Williamston County. Yeah. And by God, they're going to throw the hammer at you if they find the tiniest. like You got the tiny little roach that's just just at the very tip of the roach yeah. clip. Did I ever guy, talk, you're
3: going to jail for tell life. tell you about my Austin experience. No. <laughs> so my buddy, he lived in uh, San San Antonio. Yep, like just outside of it, wherever. But uh, so we went up to Austin uh, just before he was getting married, and fucking, we went up there for a night. Had a fucking riot. One of my buddies was ran one of the breweries there and fucking gave us an itinerary of where to go. Like this bar, you got to do this drink and this bar. You so we, we followed his itinerary and it's, it's not a good one. Like I would never do it again. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was a itinerary for death, you know? So anyways, we make it all the way to the end. And he, he wrote in caption, like, if you make it to this point, you're going to die right after, you know, it's not going to be good. We fucking went full send And fucking made it all the way to the fucking nightclub And all of a sudden I was like yep yeah, this is too much You,
0: you <laughs> were like Frodo in Lord so, of the Rings So we're, were walking all the way it.
3: back up to like the north end By like the capital. Yep, We had a hotel there And all of a sudden this fucking black dude just comes out And we're like help me I just got beat up Oh my god they're gonna kill me We're like what the fuck man Like uh, we're fucked up But uh, fuck we'll, we'll, we'll rescue you Like are you alright Like dude this whole fucking shit show went on So all of a sudden we walk him back to our hotel and it was like, you're, you're you here's our phone, like you can call a friend. So he came up to our hotel room so he was safe and all of a sudden he's like, So you guys want a blow job? like fucking went all like Boy, that us. really took it was a, like, a weird yeah. twist <laughs> and i was like and my buddy ben fell that asleep went, quickly my yeah. buddy my buddy ben va- fucking like he's passed out i'm like what the fuck dude i'm like get the he fuck out of here. i'm like we <laughs> saved your you know i gave him the whole like oh dude i wrote read him the rights and i'm like i'm about to fucking kill you if you don't get out of our room he's like but they're gonna kill me I'm like you just fucking went like full send on me and no, that's not happening. Get the fuck out. It was fucked up. I was like, that was so the last he, time ever going to Austin. Like, did he want payment for the blowjob? He wanted... Yeah, I think he was just a bum and fucking...
1: He was bum-fucking? Yeah, he just wanted to <laughs> fuck us. So, if you went to Austin probably like 2009... First time I've ever been, up, went, been offered
3: a fucking blowjob yeah, by a dude. And I was like, this yeah, is well, fucked up, bro. Get the <laughs> fuck one, out of here. I will
1: say one thing that was badass about Austin back in the day, man. Like, if you went down to 6th Street like 2009 2010 time frame they actually were really good about keeping the bums out of there like they were yeah it was still weird i don't know if he was
3: a bum i think he's just a fucking dude they just wanted to suck two
0: white dudes dicks the sixth and it wasn't happening that everyone from uh, in my mind there's old austin and new austin and the sixth street that everybody talks about is old austin sixth street it was safe you didn't have a bunch of fucking homeless people trying to feel you up and grab money and and assault you and it also 6th street wasn't just bars like i remember 6th street when you had bars obviously but then they also had tattoo shops and they had these like weird fucking like if you wanted to buy crystals for your health, you could go in there. You could buy all crystals these. for your health. Dude, they had all these fucking Is that hippie- crystal meth. <laughs> no, it was like it was. It's Austin, so it was all hippie yeah. shops. So you had all these fucking hippie shops down there, and they had all these like little eclectic shops that sold just weird trinkets and shit. Like it was. We go down and we'd go down in high school to Sixth Street, and there was plenty of shit to do, and you were totally safe being down there. Versus the Sixth Street now it's 100% bars it's full of a bunch of shitty ass drunk people that are just looking to pick yeah. a fight and then you, on top of that you got a bunch of homeless guys that are constantly trying to molest you to get money out of you it's like
1: yeah, and then and then you got to worry about Travis County fucking sheriffs too cuz they'll, they'll bash your fucking head into a wall man if you're not careful well, you that, and, and there's
0: a there. whole other thing they've been having a bunch of bunch of issues with the cops down there and i'm just like Old Austin is gone. Like all of that keep yeah. Austin weird, lax, easy going feel is gone. Now it's just yeah, this you used
1: to be able to you used to be able to go into Austin, man. You could be anybody. You'd be a cowboy, redneck, city kid, you know, hippie dude, fucking pothead. Well, Nobody f- fucked with you. Everybody well, got along. There was there was bars. Everybody had their own bars. Like nobody really fucked with you.
0: And opposite end of the spectrum, you had fucking Leslie down there as a as a mascot for fucking Sixth Street in downtown Austin. And it's a grown ass man that's wearing a thong and a tutu. (laughs) And I mean, like, and everyone just accepted that that's Leslie. Like you don't even you don't even give it a second thought. Oh, that's Leslie. He was a local celebrity. Everybody knew who Leslie was. So it really didn't matter who the fuck you were in Austin. You could be a cowboy or you could be a fucking thong wearing tutu wearing fucking bum and no one gave a fuck and that's all gone
1: <laughs> oh, check, your, check your connection government. you're
0: back to the matrix there Brandon we're having a glitch in the matrix <laughs> I don't know.
1: there is he, he is, is he he's back, back. he's no, back <laughs> I'm back in black, bro. <laughs> back in black.
3: Dude, that's so trippy. That was trippy. He's like,
1: we're not yeah. um, <laughs> He's back. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, you know, 6th Street like used to be one of those places, man. It just was a good freaking time. It was like Fry Street and Denton. And Denton's gotten like that now where it's just, you don't go there. It's yeah. just a shithole. Yeah. And, then, and it uh, sucks. Because and, well, the other thing that sucks is too. You know, you know, up there in Dallas, D Bellum, D Bellum used to be a badass place to go, man. Now you got to worry about people breaking into your fucking car. Fucking shootings are happening yeah. again. Yeah. You know, in the nineties, it was a rough spot. Then they cleaned it up, and then it got you know all right there for a while, and now it's rough again. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck,
3: man? You know I, why? It's because we let the liberals in.
1: It ain't the fucking liberals, buddy. <laughs> I tell you that. No, it's just. It's I've just, just had a fucking. Right now. I, I hate to say, it, man, it ain't got shit to do with politics. Anymore. No, not, not at all. People now, people yep. are yep. just shit nowadays. Yep. Honestly, one thousand. I 1000%. tell you, the
0: other thing that came along that that brutalized Austin was Instagram. So Hamilton Pool used to be when I was in high school. You go out there on any day of the week, there was maybe one or two cars in the parking lot. You'd hike back in there, and it's is this, a
3: pool. So a no,
0: it's it's Hamilton Pool, and what it is, you've got this creek. It's a creek that runs, and there is a sinkhole All right. that thousands of years ago, this sinkhole caved in. And so it's created this waterfall that drops probably 60 feet straight into the sinkhole, and the sinkhole, I want to say, is like 50 or 60 feet deep. Like, yeah. it's deep. And then that pool flows out into the Pernalas River. And so you show up to this sinkhole, and back in the day, you go any day of the week, and there were maybe like two cars in the parking lot, and you might have four people there. Yeah. And you'd hike up, you'd throw your beach towels down, you go swim in the fucking sinkhole, and, and it was beautiful. Yeah, you just hang out, and it was a good time. Well, then Instagram got a hold of it, dude. It don't matter what day of the week it is, you got like at least an hour long wait. You got to make a reservation to get in there now. What? Like that's how crazy Instagram blew that place up.
3: Now, have you been a frequent uh, flyer over at that place, Brandon? Have you yeah, ever been in Hamilton uh, Pool?
1: Dude, I haven't been to Austin since uh, I did a job down there a couple of years ago. We did a job in B Cave, so we didn't really go into Austin, but...
0: Bee Cave's um, a nice area.
1: Yeah, I like B Cave, man. It was pretty cool. I had a good time down there. We stayed in this really cool hotel that uh, looked like it was built in the side of the mountain. It was really cool. And uh, just built a couple daycare centers down there, right. and we got in and out. So I yeah. didn't really stay. I, you know, on the weekends, I came home, so I just... You know, it, it, I, I'd already kind of gotten warned about it, so I didn't really go into Austin anymore. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I stayed out in the burbs. Dude, that's too bad, because Austin was
0: such a cool city. So I'm originally oh, yeah. oh, I'm originally from Dripping Springs, which is one of the <laughs> suburbs from outside of it. And, oh, yeah. yeah. And it used to be I could drive from Dripping Springs into downtown Austin. It would take me about 20-ish minutes. And and it is blown up so much out there that you are easily 35 to 40 minutes getting into downtown Austin from drip. And it's just, it's yeah. unreal. It's crazy. It's not the same city. It's not the same, even dripping. It's not the same <laughs> town. It's just, it's crazy how much it's blown up. Yeah, everybody, everybody gotta, laughs about that, but I don't, even, I don't even think about it. It's, it's dripping springs, the drip.
1: Oh, Texas got some off the wall names, dude. Fuck like, yeah, right? there, There's some towns out here. that got some crazy ass names. We got a town called Coffeeville. I mean, <laughs> You know, we. we I love how all the, the gringos wall, have
0: butchered all the Mexican names, like yeah, like exactly. Lano. It's
1: uh, yeah. I don't think hey, you can get it. It's Palestine. It's Palestine, motherfucker. It ain't yeah, Palestine. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Where the yeah. fuck you from, Oklahoma? Yeah, you, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, they're from Jerusalem. <laughs> no, the one the one that's funny though. I was gonna actually say something to you about it, Brian. Was uh, you know, uh, you're the only Texan I have ever met, bro that has gone east of the mississippi all my buddies that and stayed in texas yeah they all went to wyoming they went to colorado they went to montana they went to arizona maybe new mexico i've never met anybody that went to michigan
0: you <laughs> know the first man uh, yeah, it's it is crazy where life leads you i never in a million years would have guessed i would have ended up in michigan and yet i am here and he's staying, and and I don't look back. I really don't. You know, my parents live in Salado, like I said. So I I come visit probably two to three times a year, and and every year I continuously go.
1: Yeah, I don't really have a desire to move back. Yeah, it's it's you know, and and that's the thing, man. You, home is wherever your heart is, man. And it you, is. You got to be happy where you're at. I've lived. Home is where you, you make it. Yeah, I'm I'm very blessed that I've lived outside of Texas. Um, you know, I know a lot of ignorant. We we all know a few people ourselves probably, but there's a lot of people that they only lived in Texas. They come out of state. And the first thing they gotta tell you is, I'm from fucking Texas. And it's like I I when I go out of state now, I'm just like people are like, You gotta draw. I'm like, Yeah, I'm from down south. They're like, Well, where are you from? Like, I'm from Texas. They're like, You're the first Texan I've ever met that's not like all like I'm from fucking Texas. Uh, One thousand percent. Yep. Yeah, like I don't care, man. Like, I lived in Arizona. I lived in Colorado. You know, I've I've been around, dude. So it, it's not. I've got to experience more places in here. Do not get me wrong. I love this state. I love our culture here. And I just wish the fucking heat wasn't so damn bad. Oh, yeah. Dude, but, is this still fucking frying
3: you guys right now? Dude, the fucking uh, heat dude, down there is unreal right now.
1: Damn. Dude. It's unreal down there.
3: But it's dry heat. (laughs)
1: It ain't dry. No. I know. No. You go out out to Arizona. You go out to Arizona. I'll tell you something. I can deal with that heat. Like, everybody out there, bitches. And I'm like. My uncle lives in fucking
3: Phoenix. And he's like, dude, it's been 140 degrees. And everybody's like, oh, my God.
1: It's so hot. I'm like, dude, this is amazing, dude. Yeah. I'm like. What are you talking about? I'm like, we got hundred percent humidity in this one oh five. You well, want to just
0: die. And that's the flip side. When I moved to Michigan, everyone was like, Oh, it must be so nice down there in Texas because it's so much drier. I'm like, fuck no, we got the same humidity you do. It's just hundred and eight degrees instead you know of eighty-seven.
3: I went down there during like I don't know, it was like February, March or something. So it was like 70 degrees down there. And it was fucking it was 30 degrees, 20 degrees here. Got off the plane and and I had a hoodie on and stuff. I was like, fuck, I need my window jacket. Like the, the humidity and the yeah. wind, like just yep. yeah, 70 degrees. It fucking felt like 20 degrees here. Yep. It was miserable. Yeah.
1: 30 degrees in Colorado feels better than 30 degrees. Oh, dude. Here. Yeah. So I we, could walk around in a hoodie in Colorado at 30 degrees. Dude, in high here. school. Yeah. You better be in bibs and, and a fucking Carhartt, dude. It, absolutely.
0: It Every year we go skiing up in Colorado. And that was always one of my most vivid memories is you get off that fucking bus in Colorado, and even though it's, I don't know, twenty eight degrees outside, I'm like out 60. in short sleeves, and I'm going, yeah. this feels fantastic yeah. because back at home where it's sixty five, yeah. it feels colder than this, yep.
1: and it's all yeah, that I moisture mean, in the air. Yeah, you'll 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 notice, and Brian, you know this as well as I do. You know, uh, you'll see a, a local. The way you can spot a local down here for all the people that are moving here. You know, we got a ton of people moving here, but. If it's 60 degrees and you see a guy wearing a hoodie, he's from Texas. Right. Yep. Because 60 degrees to us is cold. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. That's when the girls pull out all their UGG boots and all their cute winter stuff. And it's like, fuck off from 60 Michigan. Degrees.
3: I went there in February. <laughs> I fucking put on a hoodie and I had to go buy a jacket because I was fucking cold. <laughs> <and> it was <laughs> 70. I <laughs> was like, this is fucking nuts. Yep. So yeah,
1: it's a different cold, man. It, yeah, it is. It definitely was. It is.
0: So, Brandon, as we start to wrap up here, I'm going to ask you my question because rick's just apparently evaporated into the ether uh what's your purpose
1: my purpose in life Uh, i I always tell people take
0: it however you want it you can go as deep or as shallow as you want with it
1: um my purpose in life is uh i want to be able to go to my maker at the end of the day and say i tried to live the best life i could um i tried to be the best man i could be for everybody um I tried to live by the code that not many men live by anymore. And, um, you know, I just, uh, I just want to be the best person I can be. And whether I make enemies or I make friends in the process, so be it, you know, I'm just, I'm just me.
0: I feel like that's a very solid Texas
1: answer. I like it. It's nice. I think it was just a very solid answer,
0: but it also very much had that Texas, you know, I'm going to be the man I'm going to be. Yeah come and take it
1: I tell you man I've, I've worked with guys from out of state dude i'll tell you something you know we always brag about how badass we are and all this shit and i got on a crew um when i was fracking it was all colorado guys and uh the first thing they were like oh he ain't gonna bail work through the winter oh he gonna quit, <laughs> he gonna quit. and uh i'm out there in the snowstorm in cody wyoming and we're rigging up and three or four of the guys go cab up me and my foreman are still rigging up and they're he's like of all people i figured you were gonna you know go cab up like no man this is this ain't bad dude cab up and drag up yeah Yeah. i was (laughs) like dude it's like it's like negative 20 ain't that bad yeah he's like what what you're fucking crazy i was like negative 20 is about what 30 degrees feels like oh
0: yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) and i will say that about texas i i do feel like a lot of my work ethic comes from just that kind of that that texas attitude the the old school texas not not all the people that are moving in and changing things but that old school texas it's we're, we're going to put our heads down and we're just going to fucking work. Get That's what it. we do. Get through it.
1: Yep. Yeah. You wouldn't recognize, you won't recognize it hardly anymore. Like in our neighborhood, I was our old neighborhood. We were just living in. Um, one day I, I was outside and I was working on my truck and like three people walked up and I was like, Hey, how you doing? You know, I introduced themselves and I said, good. And I shook their hand and stuff. And they said, where are you from? And that's so common now down here to ask somebody that. Yeah. Yeah. I said, I'm from Texas. And they just kind of looked at me, they're like, Oh, you're a native? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You're I'm a native. Here. And they're it, yep. and they're like, Oh, we just love this place. You know, California, it's just awful. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, under my fucking <laughs> Right. Dude, that is like, so common. Like, now. Go back to where you came from. Yeah. But, you know, like, I, I was telling I was telling Colton on his podcast, I was on his show a couple weeks ago, and I said to him, I said, "Hey, listen, dude. This is no dis- disrespect to your viewers, your listeners. I know a lot of people are from out there. You're from out there." I said, "But, dude, they're just—they dis- destroyed their state, and now they're coming here and they're trying to do the same fucking thing." Yep. And it's I, just—I I don't get it.
0: I, that's the thing that doesn't make sense to me. You're not happy with where you're at because of all the politics, because of all the decisions that have been made. So you decide to move. But then, when you decide to move, you, you decide to, to try to thing. recreate all the shit that you left behind that drove you nuts. And I'm yeah. like, I don't fucking get it. No, I, yeah, I don't get that mentality at all.
1: DFW to me is like LA 30 years ago. Yeah. You remember in the eighties when we were little kids, the early, late eighties, early nineties, everybody, all the big businesses were out in Cali. Um, yep. All the money was in California. Well, all the money's moving here. Yep. And so they're moving all the businesses here. And I'm going, we're going to have the strongest middle class in the country here pretty soon here in this area. Yeah. But in the next 40 years, we're going to have the shittiest economy. Yep. You know, because everybody's going to move somewhere else. It's a big cycle. Yep. Mm -hmm.
0: Now, I will say one of the things that I miss most about Texas that's not food and drink related is waving on the back roads. Dude, I still, oh, yeah. it is so fucking ingrained in me Dude, from growing up in I drive Texas. into my
3: neighborhood, and I live in a dirt neighborhood, you know, dirt roads. And it's like, I fucking wave, and people just... Dude, I still just I out can't of, get a wave at all. I guess is, I gotta get a Jeep or something. It's cause so to get the programmed Jeep wave.
0: into me, I still wave at every person on the back yep. road, and every time I'm like, what a dick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's so like when I went... Finger, the two the two fingers is a stranger. Yep. Three strangers, you know them. Yep. And four strangers are a cop. <laughs> all, right. all right, I gotcha I like that that's a good method dude I love it you dude, throw, I,
0: you'll throw up the two fingers and the other guy throws up the two fingers it's just an acknowledgement that you're kind of neighbors
3: like dude I, I yeah where I grew up like we all waved we knew each other we hung out barbecue, and everything and now that I went back to the neighborhood that I grew up in it's like dude I had to bring the but, whole neighborhood back together but the beautiful together. thing no about Texas
0: that's what I miss about Texas though it didn't it didn't matter if you were fucking neighbors or not I could be driving on no, a yeah, back road I'm anywhere just, yeah and everybody just waves. Yeah. It's just that common courtesy, yep. politeness thing.
3: Kind of like when I went to New York. Dude, fucking I'm walking here. like, Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. sorry. I ran into you. And people are like, why the fuck are you saying sorry? Because well, like, I fucking it. just that's ran it into you.
0: Everybody drives by you and they're like, <laughs> why the fuck fucking... are you waving at me, you weirdo? Yeah. Well, you, nice
1: to see you too. Yep. So, well, Brandon. In a, I, I got to tell y'all one quick story, real quick, so y'all have a good laugh after right. this one. I'm sitting in a gas station in Saratoga Springs, New York and i'm driving my dually and i got hor- my horses loaded up this is back when i was rodeoing a little bit
3: fucking rodeoed <laughs> we the what late- the fuck you left yeah, that out of the Yeah, he's from yeah. texas yeah it's he just a, back in the day yeah. you forget that that's and interesting there, to us there was
1: a big rodeo there's a big rodeo in late george new york every year and uh i was at the gas station and i could not find a fucking gas station up there so diesel anywhere and i finally found one and uh pulling on my dually and my gooseneck, my buddy my Open partner was in the truck with me and uh we walk in the gas station i bought a can of dip and uh the lady's like it'll be this much i said thank you ma'am and she goes ma'am and i'm like yeah (laughs) and she goes we don't say ma'am am Am i fucking old to you i'm like no i'm from texas ma'am it's just (laughs) thank you she's like oh you're a real cow are you guys real cowboys i'm like no man they died 200 years ago we're just trying to act like them (laughs) dude so i (laughs) got back in that's fucking awesome (laughs)
0: So I move up here to I move up here to Michigan as a, as a Texas boy, and everyone's got an accent. They say "ma'am" and "bab" and "tam." And so I go in for an interview. Bagel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I go in for an interview at this place, I'm supposed to ask for Don. So I walk up <laughs> to the counter. I'm like, I'm here to see Don, and the lady goes, "Don or Dan?" Uh, the second one. We don't have a Dan. <laughs> The first one. All right, I'll go get him. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck was the purpose of that conversation? You could have picked up from context clues yeah. who I'm talking about here. Yeah. What?
1: Yeah. So, you know, owning your own business, you get those loan sharks call you all the time. Yep. The guys from Manhattan, you know? So I watch a lot of mob movies. I love mob movies. So what's funny is, is they'll call me and I'll put the phone down. I'll answer it like I'm talking now and I'll come back and I'll be like, oh, well, I'll be like, <laughs> Hey, is uh is Brandon there? And I'm like, no, he's fucking busy. What the fuck you want? And he's like, what's your fucking name? I said, my fucking name's Tony. Tony Casella. You got a fucking problem? You call my guy. All right. And I hang up the fucking phone. And dude, like nine times out of ten, they call back. And I'm like, can I help you? They're like, yeah, it's some guy named Tony he was just on your phone. I was like, have fucking Tony. Yet. I fuck with him all the time, dude.
3: Dude, you need to fucking record that that's shit and awesome. put it on fucking. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but I hey need
1: to put that shit on like world stars on yeah exactly yeah, exactly
3: yeah, spot on but hey we're gonna end it with this the final question if you could change anything it.
1: anything in your life what would your dream job be if i didn't do construction man honestly my dream job working
0: at the be- come and go
1: <laughs> no uh you guys are gonna laugh i used to watch deadliest catch i'm like the biggest deadliest fuck catch yeah man. dude and yep. i always wanted to work on a fucking alaska crab boat
0: nice so your dream job dr- just an, to, just to clarify yeah, i was gonna dude. say
3: that's that's totally well like...
0: just to clarify your dream job is to catch
1: crabs <laughs> <laughs> hey, just, just go the, down to Austin awesome for a fucking, night <laughs> you seen them fucking check some boys' cash, bro? Like, <laughs> I did. Fuck, I could do it. Oh god! I, damn. I feel
0: like that would be awesome for three days, and then I'd be ready to come home and take a nap.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think the thing is, like, you, you know, working in the oil field and stuff. I've been in that kind of environment. Yeah, you know, it's not you're not dealing with the ocean and all that, but you're working those kind of hours.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: I knew a couple guys, believe it or not, when I was working in North Dakota that would take the winters off and go crab fish. And then they would come back and work oil rigs during the summer. And, um, and they were adrenaline junkies. They just, they, they were either dead cans or they were crab hands. Yeah. That's just how they worked. Yeah. Yeah. My, my buddy, I lived
3: up in Fairbanks and my roommate, he went down, down to the, uh, fucking Kenai Peninsula or whatever the fuck that is where they, they go out of, and he worked on a boat for a whole summer and into the winter. I was like, fuck that dude. Yeah
1: it's nuts but the them money come home making them come The boys come home with bank though bro
3: it is but at the same time they most of them don't utilize it in the way they should <laughs> it goes right no. into the yeah. fucking local pub yeah it's fine
1: it's yeah. what it's there for i remember when, yeah when i first started in the oil field man i was that guy and then you know about my third year in, i'm like yeah i need to grow up stuff yep. yeah, yeah you know? and that's tough
0: well brandon yeah. thanks for being on the show man plug your podcast real quick yeah, for everybody toss it out
3: there
1: yeah, it's called the Ongrade Podcast. We're on Spotify, um, iTunes. Um, we are on TikTok, um, Instagram, it's on grade underscore. It's on underscore grade tx. And then um on um TikTok, it's on grade podcast. YouTube, it's on grade. Uh we do have a, a video version of our uh, show, so you can watch our show on YouTube. Fuck yeah. Um, and uh we have a we have a bunch of cool stuff. Um, we have hats and stuff, and shirts and stuff, and stickers. So, so you can get uh, your you can merch over merch. there.
3: But what about your OnlyFans? You know, we you have a link You, through, you, you talked you off there on, about I mean, the OnlyFans. You forgot to drop that link.
1: Big dongers. Uh, oh yeah, we also, yeah, it's uh, big blacks RS. One eight hundred. One Go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck
3: yeah, dude. No, well, it's been a pleasure having yeah, you on. Yeah, thanks
0: again for being on, man. We appreciate it.
3: I
1: appreciate you guys having me on,
0: guys. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you guys, as always, for listening. We love you guys. I'm sorry about the sporadicness of episodes, but we are finally getting back on track. Yeah, we've been busy. Yeah, we should not have any more interruptions to your listening experience. So that being said, you guys have a great night. We'll see you next time on Sweat and Grime.
3: Peace.